Hey sluts, you're listening to the Sacred Slut Podcast, hosted by me, Becca Cavanaugh. This podcast is for you if you are ready to live a life full of pleasure, passion, and prosperity through your unique magnetism. This podcast will give you everything you need to step into your power, to embrace your deepest desires, and help you start living your most pleasure-filled life right now. Each week, we will dive into topics like business, spirituality, sex, relationships, wealth, empowerment, and anything and everything you can think of so that way you can be, do, have, and hold it all to create a life that turns you the fuck on. I use these tools and teachings in my own life to magnetize massive success in the form of people, places, opportunities, and experiences that have me feeling the most turned on. And now I coach my clients on how they can use their own magnetism to build a life and business that is just as profitable as it is pleasurable. I want you to think of this podcast as your weekly dose of pleasure that will get your juices flowing and leave you craving for more. I am so turned on to have you here, so let's dive in. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Before we dive into today's episode, I have a pretty juicy one for you today, but before we do that... If you guys did not see, I started a new Facebook group. It's called the Bold Biz Bitch Playground. Oh my God, I'm so in love with it. You have no idea. So I started this new group and I am pretty much closing down the Sacred Slut Sisterhood. So if you were in the Sacred Slut Sisterhood Facebook group before, it's pretty much all going to be transferred over to the Bold Bits Bitch Playground. So definitely join the new Facebook group. I left the face, old Facebook still kind of open, but it's going to be inactive. The other Facebook group is going to be where it's at. And I already have a few members in there and they're already killing it. It's already um, such a good community. I'm so freaking excited. So I was really inspired to call it the playground because... I want you guys to play. I want you guys to have fun. I want you to be able to throw spaghetti at the wall, be messy, do what feels good to kind of trial and error some stuff, especially if you're new in business. So this is a space for you to practice being visible. This is a space for you to um, be in community with other business bitches to see what they're doing and to communicate with them to network, and then also to learn how to grow a business in a more sustainable, pleasure-based way, which is all all my whole brand, right? So if you want to hear about business advice, I'm going to be doing all of my lives and there are going to be business advice related. So yeah, there's, there's so much and they're going to be, that group is pretty much going to be the hub for everything. They're going to hear the first come first serve on everything. So definitely join that group if you want to be the first to know. I am very publicly talking about this rebrand because I want to show you guys, like, I want to lead by example that like, if things aren't working in your business, if you need to pivot in your business, if you want, you know, if something needs to change, like fucking change it. Don't, don't feel like you need to stay stagnant forever just because it's what you've been doing for so long. Like you're allowed to change and you're allowed to not just change, but also change very publicly. Right. So that is what I'm doing. I'm leading by example. 
And also that kind of leads into today's episode of leading by example, because I have a pretty, not intense episode, but just like, I think a really important episode that not many people talk about. So I want to talk about how to really overcome self-sabotage, especially when shit feels like it's going wrong, whether that's in business or in personal life. So if you guys have been watching my stories on Instagram, if you don't follow me, I will leave the links down in the show notes for you guys for the group and also to follow me on Instagram. But I put on my story that I had something really traumatic happen in my family a couple weeks ago, and that's kind of why I've been a little MIA on the podcast mainly because I just didn't feel up to it. Like my energy and just the way I was speaking and the way I felt, I was just like, there's no way I can get through a podcast episode right now. And so to, I'm not going to go into any details of it. I don't feel comfortable sharing that, but I will share that it was very traumatic. It happened in my family and I'm still still really processing it. And it's very just raw and intense and something I never thought would ever, I would ever be a part of. Um, so it feels so, and that meant that, you know, this, I needed time to process. I needed time to just like be, and be really present with these really intense emotions that I was having And lately what it's been feeling like, like you guys know I've owned a business for the past seven years, but this past year and a half has been the most intense of owning a business, right? Because if it's not collective trauma, it's been very personal trauma. Like I've had a lot of deaths in my family. Um, I've had um, deaths in my partner's family. We've had just just completely, you know, collectively uprooted our whole lives, it feels like. And, you know, you guys know, I also kind of walked away from my business. That was my baby for so many years. So there was a lot, there was a lot going on. And so now after going through this so many fucking times, I feel like I am an expert at this. So it feels um, in my own way, in my own personal way. So I kind of wanted to share that with you. And Because I think that this is what I've heard a lot from people that want to own businesses. The biggest fear I hear is that I'm not going to be able to hold it all, right? I'm not going, I'm going to have to jeopardize my health or my family or something to grow my business. And I think that this comes from this idea that owning our own business is so much harder than like clocking in and out at a job. And quite frankly, Yes and no. (laughs) Quite frankly, I think that that's kind of a belief, right? It's a belief of like that we're going to have to sacrifice everything in order to have our own business, in order to have our own passion. And what I've seen time and time again is that is just not the truth. If anything, it creates more space for us to actually have time for our health, have time for with our families, have time to process things like this when shit happens right? And I think the fear behind this is that we don't, it's more so the core feeling is like, we don't trust ourselves to hold it all, right? We don't trust ourselves to hold that we will be able to go forward with the business on top of holding these really intense things and that we won't be able to hold ourselves quote unquote, like accountable, right? And that we won't follow through. 
And I think at the end of the day, that comes down to a feeling of untrustworthiness towards ourselves. And I would really just argue that like, if you never owned a business and you want to own a business, it is definitely a different world, right? It's such a different world. And it's kind of this balancing act between all of this. So I mainly wanted to share with you like what I've learned during these times of almost like feeling like I want to lean into self-sabotaging, but I have to catch myself and to continue to come back to accountability, continue to come back to what I know is going to grow my business. And also, how do you continue to hold yourself accountable when these really intense moments happen in our lives? Because I don't want to say that it's inevitable, but collectively, we've just seen so much that I think it's created even more untrustworthiness within ourselves and our capacities. And it's created this feeling of like, we're already holding so much, we feel like we can't hold a business right now, right? When in reality, like owning a business is kind of like a, it's a good time to do it right now, in my opinion. But anyway, so that's a totally different episode. But this episode was inspired by this really intense um, moment. And I feel like I've had a lot of intense moments. So I figured I'd share with you my own processes, my own discoveries, and hopefully this will help you shift some of these mindsets and maybe help you to stop self-sabotaging or to find out what is blocking you from possibly creating your own business. So I would say the first thing here is to not make yourself wrong. This is such a big one. I would say that this is the most important (laughs) is to not make yourself wrong for needing time to process and needing time to like understand that you don't have the capacity for this right now and not making yourself wrong that you don't have the capacity, right? I think that we have, I think humans do have a limited capacity. Like our brain span can only handle so much, right? But yet we are flooded with information every day. We are flooded with information, whether we want to or not. We are just so much information, especially nowadays. We are glued to the news. We are glued to places and spaces like TikTok. We are glued to just constant information being put at us, right? And whether that's good information or bad information, whatever it may be, it can literally shift our mood. It can shift our mindset by how much we consume this. And honestly, I don't think that we have enough bandwidth to process everything that we consume. I think that we actually have way more overconsumption than we do integration time. And this is why we need time to integrate the things that we're learning, the things that we're processing. So the first step here is to not make yourself wrong for integrating what you need to process, right? And not to bitch yourself out. Bitching yourself out will and shaming yourself for not getting things done or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like that only makes shit worse. And honestly, I feel like that is in a way avoiding what is actually needing to be processed. Because when we focus on other things that honestly, in the grand scheme of things may not matter, right? I know for me, um, this is just a personal thing. Like when it comes to cleaning, I notice I start to get really fucking irritated that things aren't done. And that's when I know that something's going on internally. That's that's when I know like I'm making myself wrong. I'm avoiding something. Something's going on underneath that I'm not looking at, right? When I start to really be hyper-focused on 
what my house looks like and and not saying like I have a high standard of cleaning but this is like a this is starting to become like obsessive and it it's starting to consume my mindset right it's like I can't get anything done unless in my business unless everything's pristine in my house and that's when I know like something's going on something needs to be looked at I need some time um I'm avoiding something right and usually I will be avoiding something in my business, right? And then that creates a spiral of like shaming and, you know, being like, you should have done this or I could have got more done today and not feeling um, satisfied. And this also comes from like a fawn response. And that is definitely one of my drama responses. And then, um, so therefore, like when you go through something intense, whether it's blatant or not, like let's use this collective trauma of the pandemic and these world issues going on, like, that can be something that is creating this trauma response, right? So the first step here is not making yourself wrong and being able to identify that and just meeting yourself with compassion and acceptance of like, it's okay if you're feeling this way. Like, can we just look at this for a second? Can we just uncover this for a second? Because I really want to just meet you where you're at. Like just having that compassion towards yourself will, I believe, make all the difference. Instead of shaming yourself and berating yourself, like that is only just going to perpetuate the cycle of self-sabotage, right? And then it's going to continue day after day after day. And then days become weeks and weeks become months, right? Instead of just coming back and giving yourself that time and being compassionate with yourself and meeting yourself where you're at. So the next thing I would kind of say is like, definitely lean on your support. Like right when you start to identify things, maybe you're feeling like, okay, something's going on. I'm avoiding something and I can't really get down to the core of it. Like lean on your support, whether this is a partner, family, friends, right? I would actually encourage you to go through a therapist or a coach first. A therapist, um, you know, if you're having these extreme trauma responses, but also like a coach, if you have a business, and you don't have a business coach, and let alone your needs are not being met by your business coach, meaning that they are not taking a holistic approach to things. Like I personally do as a coach, I take a very holistic approach to coaching and to especially business coaching, because I believe that everything that's happening in our personal life really dictates how we show up in our businesses, right? And so this would be something that I would definitely lean on my coach for, right? So I'm going through something right now, and that is affecting me on how I show up in my business. So therefore, it makes it business related, right? So definitely lean on support systems. And if you don't have support, find it. I cannot stress how crucial this is in your business and how this will make or break how you show up in your business, right? And it truly, truly makes all the difference. And I know I can get on, I know when I didn't have a coach for many years and I looked and I would listen to all these coaches on podcasts preaching about how you need to hire a coach. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. But like, honestly, now that I have a coach, I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't go back. I can't go back to not having support. It makes all the fucking difference. And that's all I can really say on it. So lean on your support and feel like find the support if you need it. And that will ultimately help you identify these patterns, help you move through it quicker and help you navigate your next steps in your business, but also in your personal life, like find the tools what you need to process this stuff in order to kind of move forward in the business. 
And then the next phase of this here is trusting yourself that you're going to figure it out and you're going to figure it out in your own way, shape or form. And this kind of ties everything together with like the business and also um, what we talked about, like not making yourself wrong. It's like, trust yourself that like, you might not get it done today or tomorrow, but like you're going to get it done next week. Right. And maybe you're going to work overtime next week because of it. Right. And not making yourself wrong I think that this is what I've done in the past because I, you know, I consider myself kind of a more low energy entrepreneur, um, pleasure-based business entrepreneur, working two hours a day entrepreneur. Like that's really my style at the core of it. But when I'm fucking inspired, bitch, I cannot be stopped, right? I am like, I need to go. I need to push. And I found myself that I make myself wrong for wanting to push because I've kind of taken on the mindset of like, I'm a pleasure-based business owner and I need to lead by example, right? And I only want to work two hours a day. Like, yes, that has its space. But also there are moments when I'm like, I want to go. I want to work. I want to get shit done. I want to do all these things, but I'll guilt myself into not doing those things, right? I'll hold myself back from not doing those things. And what I found with my own inner critic, with my own inner (laughs) voice, my self-sabotaging voice is that I can't win either way, right? She... She is like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, right? (laughs) No grace. (laughs) So it kind of comes back to like, again, I think the base of this is like not making myself wrong. If I want to work 12 hours in a day, if I want to work instead of in the morning and I want to work at night, right? If I want to work from like 6 to 12 p.m. or or from 6 p.m. to 12 a.m., like, that's going to be me. Like, that's what I want to do. Right. And sometimes that also means like, you know, sometimes I want to work at like 8am to 1pm and that's it. (laughs) Or even less than that. Sometimes I don't work at all. Like it just really fucking depends. And I ultimately just at the end of the day, don't make myself wrong for it. And I think that this again goes into the systems of like, Yes, I have set hours sometimes, like especially with client work, obviously I have set hours, but ultimately coming back to like, I create my own schedule and breaking out of that mold of what I think working needs to look like, right? Breaking out of these shoulds, like I should be working this amount or I shouldn't be working this amount or I should be doing this and that or I should be um, not working super late or I should be not working at all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no matter what, like I'm going to find any way to make myself wrong. So I might as well just make myself fucking right for everything. <laughs> you know? I might as well just make myself right. Like as long as I'm not causing harm, like as long as I'm not being a bitch, like I get to make myself right and just accept myself for where I'm at, right? And so this comes back to when I was processing things um, these past two weeks, that was one of the things of like, I was able to have my capacity for things of like, my client work obviously is at a top capacity. That's always priority number one. But then secondly, it's like, okay, I feel up to doing my daily tasks, but anything outside of that, I just don't feel up to. Right. And that's okay. I didn't have to make myself wrong. And now that I'm feeling like refreshed, I'm feeling a little bit like I've processed things. I feel in a better headspace, even though I'm still like really struggling with this, but I, now that I have more energy, I feel like, okay, I want to work double time now. And it's not like that I have to work double time. It's that I want to work double time, right? I want to catch up. I want to get things done. I want to do the things that I feel really inspired to do because when I started out, um, 
a couple weeks ago before I got this news, I was like really inspired with this rebrand. I was inspired to like get shit done. I have a new course in the works. I'm ready to go. I'm like getting all these things done. And then I got that news and it was like, boom, hit a wall. Like I cannot move past this. Right. So then that's when I knew I had to process some stuff and I had to like give myself that space. And that kind of leads me to this last point here, which is give yourself intentional space. So I know that when I get in these places of like, you have to be able to discern what is avoidance and what is actual distraction, right? Because I know when I talked about when I get like obsessive about my house looking a certain way or I get obsessive with like deep cleaning things, like things need to get done and I can't function without it. That's when I know I'm avoiding those are some avoiding tendencies. And now your tendencies may look a little different, but I do, I'm just sharing mine, right? And so, and then on the other hand of it, there are times when I feel like, oh, I want to do these things, but I feel like I should be processing this. So therefore I'm going to guilt myself into working instead of processing something. And I think that there's a difference here of like, you need to discern of like, what is avoidance for the fact of avoidance? Like, I don't want to look at this. I don't want to think about it. I just want to let it, like, I don't, I'm avoiding it. And then there's also of like, no, I just need like an intentional distraction. And, and also intentional distraction comes from this space of maybe you just need some intentional time set aside to process these things. And this comes back to trust. This comes back to all these themes in this um, podcast episode. But sometimes when I feel like I want to get stuff done, but I also feel really stuck and stagnant, like I feel like something needs to come up to the surface and I just need time. I'll just give myself permission to take that time, right? I'll just be like, hey, I need, and I'll put a time constraint on it. That's, that's the key here, right? And whether your, your time constraint could look like a couple hours, it could look like a day, it could look like a week, right? But ultimately giving yourself that time constraint can help and not, not in a pressure way, right? Because when you start to really identify this within yourself and you start to be really introspective and you understand your patterns and you see all this and you have your support system. Like once you've checked all those boxes, it comes to a point in time where you know that you're not avoiding anymore. Like, you know that you're not necessarily avoiding and you're able to like identify those patterns right when they surface. But there's also this space of like, I know if I keep like shoving this down, I'm going to create more problems in the future. So I'm going to give myself permission to just, again, not making myself wrong. I'm just going to give myself that permission to just like sit in my shit for a little while, take the pressure off and give myself a day. And sometimes that looks like, you know, I need to swamp things out. I need to create a ritual. I need to, you know, do the things that I know is going to be nourishing. And then also sometimes like distraction can just look like I just need a numb out for a day right? I need to just binge watch some YouTube. I need to just, you know, Netflix, whatever, whatever it may be, right? I need to just order some fast food for a day. Like, honestly, like, that's okay. Like, of course, if you're doing that every day, that's another, that's another story, right? But when you are intentionally bringing out this time of like, I'm going to give myself a day, I'm going to give myself a couple hours, I'm going to give myself half a day, whatever it may be, I am putting a restraint on this. And just remembering to not make yourself wrong, 
to continue to come back to that self-trust, lean on your support systems and you'll be able to move through this so much faster. And what I've seen time and time again with my clients and with myself is like, once you take that fucking pressure off, you'll be surprised at what you feel up to doing. (laughs) You'll be surprised that you actually am like, oh, actually I have a lot more capacity than I thought I did right? But when you're putting that pressure on yourself, then it's wasting. It's wasting this mental energy that doesn't necessarily need to be wasted, right? Because then you start pushing and making yourself wrong. And then you start the inner critic cycle and all this stuff mentally. And then before you know it, you're so overwhelmed that you don't get anything done, but then you also don't feel refreshed, right? So coming back to this intentional time, setting yourself setting aside for that. And then again, once you start to build up this up, you're going to find that when you start to create, um, when you do need times to process things, that you're going to be able to understand that like you can take this by a day by day basis, right? But ultimately you need to start building up that self-trust first, I would, I would suggest, and then start moving through it, right? So these are the things that I have just seen within myself, within my own process. And like I said, I have just Owning a business, starting a new business during a pandemic is definitely a something I never thought I would have to go through. And also it has been one of the most rewarding but yet challenging things. And I have been able to navigate this. And now I just want to show you how you can navigate it. I want to help you. So if this helped you, definitely share this episode. Let me know. Join the Facebook group so you can get more um, engagement. You guys can like talk with me, can ask me questions. You can be in the group and get support. And then, yeah, I want to hear like what came up for you. What is like, what are you kind of battling with right now? What is, if you're having a hard time, especially as this more empathic entrepreneur with all these things going on, like, let me know how this episode has maybe helped you reframe or reflect on some of these things, right? Because ultimately, I just want to leave you with this. Ultimately, everything is temporary, right? And like, yes, you may be feeling this right now, but it's still just a moment and you're going to be able to move through it, right? And sometimes we need to be able to put things on the back burner And that sometimes is going to be our business. Sometimes our business is going to be put on the back burner as we move forward in our personal life and just coming back to that trust, but also remembering that consistency is cumulative. So the things that you've done in your business in the past are not in vain, right? They're going to help you during these times when you feel like you need to take space to process, when you feel like you need to take space to rest, right? And integrate the things in your business. So If you love this, definitely let me know. Let me know what you think and join the Facebook group. I would love to hear from you guys. And yeah, I guess, I guess that's just it for today's episode. Definitely, definitely keep in my spaces because I have a lot more coming for you guys. I have a course that's going to be coming out. That's going to be really accessible. I have a group offering coming out. And if you want to work one-on-one, I have some spaces open for September. So definitely reach out to me. You can book a no obligation, no pressure, no sales script type of connection call with me. I really just want to help you and connect with you and see where I can support you in your business, especially if you're a more intuitive, empathic entrepreneur. As you guys know, I'm all about that here. I'm all about meeting you in your humanness. So definitely schedule that call. There's absolutely no pressure. So 
Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. And yeah, I hope you have a beautiful week and we will chat very soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Sacred Slip Podcast. I hope this episode has your juices flowing and has you feeling inspired to create your own version of a pleasure-filled life. I would love, love, love it if you could leave this podcast a rating and review, hopefully five stars. This really helps out the podcast to reach more women like yourself so that way we can empower each other and create a beautiful community. If this episode has brought you value, please share it with a friend, a family member, your partner, a coworker, or even on your social media. If you do post on your social media, make sure to tag me at Becca Joe Kavanaugh on your Instagram. So that way I can thank you and send you so much love. Also make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. So that way you never miss an episode. If your pussy and intuition is craving more and to dive deeper into this work, check out my website and ways that you can work with me through my signature courses and intimate coaching containers. Sending you so, so much love, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye, sluts.